Hello. Hey, what's up, Daniel? Hi, Micah. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, that was it. Good. That was a uh, that was a quick uh, turnaround. We just met on Reddit, and now we're talking. I take it very seriously. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. So, hey guys, we have um, Daniel here, and he's going to talk about the Bible. And um, so, yeah, Daniel, um, how um, how did you get into the Bible? And uh, it's Christianity that you're into, right? I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So can you please, uh, yeah, just tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you got into the Bible? Well, my name is Daniel Tabarian. I'm 21 years old. I uh, study computer science right now. Uh, I got into the Bible more. Well, I've, I've been raised a Christian. Um I served as a missionary for a little bit, um, but I kind of let it go. I kind of stopped doing what I need to do for my faith, I guess, uh, for a good chunk of my teenage years, I guess. And when I was 20, uh, I remember my, my life fell apart. A lot of stuff went into it. Um, and my very lowest, I remember... Uh, I have a story about it where uh, I, I believe God saved my life. I really do. And I began reading the Bible again, for which I've already read it before, um, but I got back into it. Um, as I got back into it, I started to really enjoy it, which I didn't in the past. Um, and as I continued to read it and study it, I began to find ways to apply it in my life. And it's led me to a place where um, it, I've seen objective like objectively good things happen in my life um i used to be a lot more of a hothead uh i used to speak a lot more uh like bluntly i guess um i used to have a lot more uh i you know i had the normal guy stuff of, of like sexual desire so i never acted on it but you know desires there that's not good um since then i've been a lot better. I mean, I, I can't I can't recommend it enough. But I uh, I begin to study more about the, the scholarly aspect of the Bible. Um, I love the I, I do a lot of stuff about translations. I read a lot about translations. I compare them a lot. I believe the term be cre- uh, textual criticism. Um, and I also do a lot of apologetic stuff. I began writing a journal uh, January, I think. And since then, you know, I've written, at this point, it's over, it's in the hundreds of thousands of words, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, and uh, eventually, it got to the point where I had things I wanted to write about the Bible that I couldn't um, really share with anyone in person. So I began writing about it on my own. And as I continued to write, I found that it started to get better in quality. So I was like, All right, I might as well buy my old domain name back and start posting them. <laughs> That's what I started doing, and it made me have to study the Bible more, and I'm here. <laughs> okay, cool. And so these journals are online? For the most part. My, my personal stuff is not. So those – when I say journals, I mean my personal stuff. Um, there is plenty of stuff that I have written on my site already, and I update it regularly. Um, but the personal stuff, no, unfortunately. Not that it would be very interesting. I mean, it's, I bore myself reading it. 
and it's about me, you know. <laughs> so okay, and where could somebody find the ones that are online? You said you had like a domain name. I do. It is my name, Daniel D A N I E L, and then T E B E R I A N dot com. That's Daniel Okay, and are you able to find out like how much traffic you get on there and stuff? Like, do you get a good amount of traffic, or do you know? Uh, I do. I so I get a. I started it back up last month, around towards the end of last month, and I'm in the few hundreds by now. In terms of people check it out, so that's good. Um, I'm indexed, which is good on on Google and stuff. You can find me. Uh, you can also find my weird past projects I did. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I do get decent traffic. I enjoy seeing the countries that pop up more than anything. I like seeing like I'm in Algeria apparently. You know? Yeah, that is pretty good if you're getting a couple hundred on your website. I mean Okay, so where did where did you grow up first of all? Did you grow up in Arkansas or No, so I, I was born and raised around Philadelphia. I was born in Philadelphia, lived most of my life around Philadelphia. Uh, I lived overseas for a few years in Armenia and then moved back to Pennsylvania and went to high school in Pennsylvania, graduated, moved to Missouri for college. And I'm here. Since. <laughs> okay. And did you go to Armenia for like a missionary thing, or why? Why were you in Armenia? Yes. Yes, I was a missionary kid. Uh, I'm not sure how much I can really get into on it, considering that uh, there's stuff. There are things that uh, it's in a very weird part of the part of the world where uh, not Armenia specifically, but the countries around it are not very fond of Christianity, to put it mildly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I so, would imagine that that would be a pretty intense place to go, right? Because it's mostly Muslim, right? And our and, well, Armenia is not actually. So Armenia okay. is actually the the first Christian country. It is the first country to declare it officially. It's uh, three hundred one A.D. So if I remember correctly, which has three hundred one A.D. Be attacked is, by everyone. Three hundred one A.D. is when it became Christian. Officially, yes. Um, oh wow, that's that's so, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's. It, it's built into its uh, heritage. So if you actually, the more, if you, I don't know how familiar you are with like the Bible history in terms of like manuscripts and stuff. There are a bunch of weird, like Armenia is always tying into stuff for some reason, because it's in that same part of the world. And uh, there, there are, uh, it's not really like theories or something, but there are uh, some beliefs about apostles coming to visit some of the 12 apostles visiting Armenia and bring Christianity to Armenia. Um, and they literally, they literally say Armenia or is it like another word for Armenia? Well, Armenia is mentioned in the Bible, but this is, uh, I'm talking, this is more like church history stuff. Than, so that, that stuff is not in the Bible. So I believe it would be Bartholomew and Thaddeus are the two, I believe that are, are rumored who are believed to have visited Armenia. Um, but that's not in the Bible. That, that would be from a, that would be from, church history and uh, just historical documents that we have, I guess, or artifacts. I don't know what artifacts okay. they bring with them. <laughs> okay. And so now you're at university of Arkansas majoring in computer science, right? Missouri state university, Missouri state. Okay. And what year are you third? So, oh, wait. so it's, it's Missouri, not Arkansas. Yes, sir. Okay. For some reason I, yeah, for some reason I thought it was Arkansas. Okay. Third year and is yeah yeah and is that a pretty hard um major? I asked because I actually wanted to major in computer science and I 
failed out of my um, second class, I think. So if I like could the, do it the all class over in the again, semester, what's up in the semester? Yeah, like at my junior college, oh. my very first year, I, I took two computer science. Well, I didn't really fail out. I think I more might have, I don't remember. I think I might have like just dropped it. <laughs> but it was like, I remember like they, they, we got to the point where like the teacher was like, okay, you guys have to go and like make your own little program. And I was just absolutely like lost. I didn't even know like where to start. And I'm just like, but I mean, when I look back, I'm like, man, I, I, I still to this day want to do computer science or tech or something. And I just, and I think that I probably could do something in it. Like I'm pretty decent with computers. I've just never gone back. But I mean, in general, is it a pretty difficult major? I, I would think it would be, right? Like you have to be pretty smart, I would imagine, to do that, uh, right? Not too smart. I'm taking it. But uh, I, uh, it's, it's math intensive from what I understand, which I'm, I'm terrible with math. So originally I was going to go into law. Um, and, uh, I was in political science, which was an undergrad that I was going to take to law school, but, uh, it's also a useless degree and it's not a real science. So eventually I switched to computer science. So I'm just starting out with the basic classes, but I, I have, uh, if you actually, if you Google my name, you'll probably find it. The other podcast appearance I've done recently, somewhat recently, it was in December of last year about an operating system that I was working on. It's still, I still work on it, but not as much um, lately. It's not that hard of a, well, I don't, I can't say I'm not that far ahead. Uh, programming is not as difficult as it used to be, from what I understand. In fact, uh, you, if you, you said you wanted to try it, I would encourage you, there's a site, uh, it's called Free Code Camp. Uh, it's totally nonprofit. So let's say, uh, what, 5013C, I think it would be. So it's totally free, but you can take classes on, uh, it's like web development, uh, security or information security, I think, data visualization, uh, web apps, stuff like that. So, th and they give you certificates, which don't really mean a lot, but they're kind of cool. <laughs> okay. And this was called, what was it again? What was the website? Freecodecamp.org, I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah. When I, when I went, it was, this was like 2000, I think was the actual okay. year. And yeah, back then it just seemed to be a lot more, difficult maybe than it is now it seemed like but i mean that type of stuff pretty pretty much probably started in what like the late 90s i mean i know it probably started earlier but actually being in colleges so i think it was kind of like new for the college to have it maybe Do you but anyways i'm sorry what's up no it's, um, i would imagine that it would have been um what's like the main one that's been around forever could be C. I, I, I want to say basic because basic is basic's kind of old though. Basic's a little older than that. Probably. C, I want to say I want to I want to say C. Yeah, I want to say C plus plus. And it's like I am weirdly enough, I am like a math. Well, in high school, I was a math guy, and um. But when I got to college, you know, they wanted us to take calculus and all that. And it, oh. it definitely got a lot harder. I think that I'm good at like basic math, but when it comes to, I'm good at like basically following instructions with <laughs> math that like a lot of my friends didn't really know. They'd be like, how, how do you get this? And like, I'm literally just writing down what he says. And then I'm like basically doing, you know what I mean? Like redoing it for each problem. But anyways, I definitely, I, I do want to get into the computer science stuff. Um, maybe we can have like another one where we, where we go over that, definitely. but for this one, yeah, for this one, we're talking about the Bible. And, um, so I don't really want to go too far down 
that road. Um, well, for one, real quick after I say that, is there somewhere that you want to work um, in particular after you graduate? Like, is there like a Google or an Apple, that type of thing? Or is it, um, or, or right now honestly, you just kind of like don't know? Honestly, no. I, I find, honestly, most of my, the most computer, most of my programming experience has gone into like web development, which if, uh, you know, there's a big, there are people, you can start a controversy by just saying HTML is not a programming language, which it isn't, by the way. It's a markup language. But uh, uh, that's the stuff that I, I, I used, I studied that a bit when I was younger. Uh, I've been programming as a hobby for about a decade. So I started uh, like 12 or 13, I think. But I, I don't necessarily have a, a place that I want to use it, really. It's the education you know, it's a degree that I could fall back on anything, but I have no, I'm not like shooting for something specific, whatever opens up, you know? Oh, so you, you might not even want to go into tech you're saying, like you might actually want to do something else and just have this to fall back on. Well, so, so when I said I was going to law school or wanted to, it, I still might. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. You know, like my dad was a chemistry major and then he went to law school. So it's not like, it's actually they they like that sometimes diverse I guess, but uh, yeah, it just in my mind tech would tech would be like the ideal way to go. Like I would imagine, science, law, yeah, like, yeah, like law would be extremely just boring and stressful. And I think that tech computer science would be like, but this is just for me. You know what I mean? I just feel I like know. going to work for like Google or Apple would be pretty pretty cool. But but it's obviously that's me. Like you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Um, and another thing is too to go into the Bible thing. Would you say that a lot of like tech people, especially people at Silicon Valley, like Google, Apple, most of them probably aren't really Christian, right? They're more like liberal, oh, no. um, kind of like probably liberal atheists, right? Oh yeah, they're godless. Those people. <laughs> they, they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, no, they're, they are. No, they're they're not. Uh, there are actually, so I don't think there are many Christian, or at least not even warm towards Christianity companies, I guess, Christian or companies that are warm towards Christianity. It's usually, uh, they're usually very progressive, you know, which I, I'm not sure you are, but well, I know you're in California, so uh, yeah. but it depends on where in California, you know, but <laughs> I, uh, I've always, I've never been that far, you know, I've always been pretty conservative. So I, I've, you know, for years now, I've, I've kind of intended to be in a part of the country and in a field that is less, you know, opposed to everything I believe in. But no, they don't, they don't really like God that much. They're usually, uh, God usually gets in the way of their of their beliefs, unfortunately for them. I could be wrong about this, and I probably am because I don't know many tech people at all. Besides what I see, like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't necessarily, they might, you might be able to call them godless, but they don't really necessarily seem like bad people to me, like no. uh, immoral. Like they, they might not be Christian, but from what I see, they don't necessarily seem to be like just crazy, wild, like hidden, hiddenness or whatever. You no, know what no, I mean? No. Like they seem to be pretty, pretty. No, I was kidding. The godless thing. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was being yeah. a little exaggerating but oh no yeah, now, yeah they no they, they seem like decent enough people mark zuckerberg is a little weird though uh i do kind of like elon i think he's kind of he's kind of like a, a benevolent super genius which i kind of like 
but uh, yeah. I don't think that I don't think that they're necessarily bad. Although, um, you know, the privacy stuff. This is not really a Christian thing, but or now at all really, but the invading privacy, uh, uh, weird dealings with people's private information and uh, selling their selling data to people and kind of being shady with the way that they work is not really that good. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Facebook. I haven't been on it for a few years because of it, more than a few years. Yeah, for sure. The thing is with that argument, not argument, but that what outlook, I guess, is for one, yeah, like if you don't like it, you don't have to be on it too. I'm not like really too worried about Facebook having any of my personal information unless they're like literally like hacking my phone or computer. Like I'm not putting too much on Facebook or Instagram. They're going to like be able to use against me. I don't really have anything at all that they would even be able for the most part to use. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I see what, I definitely see what people are saying. Like I don't think they should be stealing data, but at the same time, it's kind of like anything you put on Facebook or Instagram, you should know that they now can see that and they can use that to sell to advertisers. You know what I mean? So it's like, just be careful, I guess, like what you put on there, there could be more to it. Like they could be sneakily trying to get into your computer or phone. I don't know, but you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I personally they are up to some stuff. <laughs> there was kind of creepy. Google's kind of creepy with that. Uh, they used, to, I, I was looking at my workplace a while ago. I'm one of those people that doesn't know the address of where I work, but uh, I don't know whether I work address wise. So I had to look it up and I was on my Google account, I guess I was logged in. So it said, uh, you visit here frequently. I'm like, what? And I look, it's tracked every time I went to work every time. And it knows like what time I go to work, how, what days I normally go to work. I'm like, this is really weird. Really creepy. Like, why does it know this? And it's like, it, it mapped out on a, like a little like GPS, uh, like a pathway that I drive to work. It's so, it's weird. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not fun. Yeah, for sure. I think it's weird. Um, but like I was saying before, I guess if you don't want to, it to know that, then don't use Google maps or whatever. I mean, I oh, know yeah. that's like ex extremely hard. I know Apple is better with that. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, Google is one of those things where everything I do is on everything I search for is on Google, but anyways, I could go on and on about this forever. And I know we want to talk about the Bible. And honestly, if you want to come back on for another tech talk thing, I'm totally down for that. So as far as the Bible, as far as the Bible goes, I wanted, I've wanted to actually have someone on. So I'm glad you're on to kind of, I guess maybe try and prove the Bible. Maybe I'm not really necessarily going to debate you, but, um, to prove the Bible and by maybe talking about, you know, the writings of the Bible and the prophecies and all that. Cause I know there, there is kind of like a viewpoint from someone like Jordan Peterson, you know, who Jordan Peterson is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So someone like him, I don't really know if he necessarily believes that all of it's true, but he, I think he like believes that we should believe in it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that, that viewpoint doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me because it's like the Bible literally says, I, you know, I am the way, the truth and the life. You have to believe in me. So I don't really see how you can be like, this is a good book to follow, but I don't believe it. Once again, I don't know exactly what he believes, but mm -hmm. 
but what's your viewpoint on that? Like, do you fully believe in everything that it has to say, or do you view it as kind of like a, a guidebook for living life and like morality and stuff like that? Well, it, so your question, it's a very good question. It's a very, uh, but it's a, uh, the Bible is more, uh, it's not either or really in that case. I believe it's inerrant, meaning that I believe that it is the, the divinely inspired word of God. That, uh, Which there's a difference between uh, some people think it's that God dictated it pretty much, but that's not the way it is. It's the belief is that or the, that uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to the writers. The writers wrote based on that inspiration. That's how we got the Bible. Um, but they have parts that are more that are history. They have parts that are wisdom stuff. They have uh, the epistles, which are the letters that mainly Paul wrote for most of them uh, that explain how to live or how to be a leader in the church or just had in general had to be a good leader. And if you have, you know, if you're a boss or something, uh, I think it does have very, very good uh, values. And I would, so when you, when you brought up Jordan Peterson and his thing about, uh, you know, even if you don't believe it, you should believe it basically. Uh, I, I agree with that. And, so, and I think that you would too. Um, and the reason why is because, you know, we're in America and if you look back on the views of the founding fathers and what this country's found on it's Judeo-Christian values. It is stuff from the Bible. It is, you know, you know, it wasn't necessarily realized that yet. You know, we, we had some stuff to, we had some work to do as Americans. I wasn't there obviously, but uh, the belief that all men are equal, that we all have inalienable rights, uh, that uh, we should all be able to, to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, stuff like that to be free from tyranny and to have the right to defend ourselves and to speak freely and to practice our religion freely. Like that's, those are things that, you know, are, are founded on, on the Bible. Um, it, even people like Thomas Jefferson, who was probably the most widely known atheist, I think he's an agnostic. Um, even he was kind of warm to the Bible a little bit, although not really. I think about it. I have to go back to my history. Uh, my history knowledge, but uh, he actually wrote his own version of the Bible where he took out all the miracles and said, this is what I believe. And apparently it's not a very long book, <laughs> but yeah. So people get kind of mixed up. The Bible is actually, I mean, it's 66 books. Um, each book is written by, uh, well, not necessarily different authors for each book. Uh, like I said, Paul wrote most of the, the letters in the new Testament. Uh, he wrote 14 of them. I think there's a debate about a 15th one, 13 or 14, I think. Uh, Moses wrote, is believed to have written the, the first five books at least of the Old Testament. Um, I believe Genesis. Is. Yeah, five. <laughs> so, you know, Solomon wrote, wrote a few things in there. He does a lot. I think he did Proverbs, among others, uh, Ecclesiastes, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, in terms of the country being found on Christians or Christian principles or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I do believe that is true, but I actually like literally just looked this up last night or the night before, like was the, was the country founded on Christianity and it was, but it also says that a lot of the founding fathers were, were like deists. And I don't really know exactly what I kind of know what deism is, but would you say that they were, most of them were the same Christian as we are Christian today? Or do you think so that they, I'm sorry. Or would you say that maybe they're like a little, it was a little bit form of Christianity. I'm, I'm sorry about cutting you off my, my bad. My uh, internet's oh. kind of weird too. 
<laughs> no, no problem, man. I actually kind of paused. So, yeah. Uh, well, so deism, from what I understand, or deism, I can't remember how it is. Uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, it's that God basically created things and let it go. Basically just stopped controlling it entirely. Um, yes, there was, there's deism. From what I understand there's agnostic, agnosticism, I believe it's called. I can't remember if that's, I probably mispronounced it. Yeah, um, no, that's right. I but they, you have to understand that at the time, uh, you know, there the, the the British Empire. I mean, for the most part, uh, there was still like Christianity was a big part of their their uh, like their culture. Like they brought that here. Um, it is it is the it was the uh, it was the main uh, difference that you'd find between like the settlers and the people that were here. Like it, it's it's a it, it, even now, like if you look at countries that are not founded on on, this, on our on Christian Judeo Christian principles, like you go to the Middle East where I've, I've been there, uh, they're not as they're not as open to certain things. Uh, Saudi Arabia didn't let women drive until like five seconds ago. Uh, they they uh, you can read about Iran, like they'll sentence people to like forty years in prison and like seventy lashings and stuff. Like they have that in the system, the judicial system over there. You know, over here. To an extent, you know, we have our problems, as I've said. This is back to my political science study that I used to do, my education prior to this, which was uh, we're not perfect, but we're a lot better than everywhere else. Uh, they, they definitely did at least respect Christianity. Uh, it was not looked at the same way as it is now, unfortunately, or fortunately, rather. Um, you, know, you would not yeah, get and... the, the open stuff, open anti-Christian stuff would not really fly as much back then. Yeah, and also back to the the original question: Do you believe everything that the Bible says, down to like the the word? Because I know that some people take certain um, wordage, I guess, and they say, "Oh, it's like when they say God created the the world in seven days." It doesn't necessarily mean seven days; it means like whatever. Like, do you or do you believe it exactly, or do you kind of? So you're asking about literalism, um, I think. Yeah. So yep. I, I tend to, yes. Um, so what I think it's interesting. I'm glad you brought up. Gen I, I believe that the Bible is inerrant, meaning that uh, it is without error. It is, it, it, it is divinely inspired. But I do not. Um, my personal belief as of now is, is I am a young earth creationist, meaning that I believe the earth is young and I, and I believe that God created it. There are people that are, and this is not a, like, it's not that, uncommon mm -hmm. there are people that do believe genesis specifically the creation was god basically setting up uh evolution which you know he could have just as easily uh have created the world with the appearance of age i mean like that's also another explanation that's not necessarily saying the bible isn't accurate or something it's it's or, or wrong it, it, i think it is literalism it's it's whether or not symbolic uh i've been studying a lot more of uh, job recently uh which is an interesting story, actually, but it's also, if I'm not mistaken, it's a poetic book. So there's language in there that's not meant to be taken literally from what I understand. So it's kind of hard sometimes differentiating between uh, literal stuff and what should not be taken literally. Um, but I, I don't, I know that there are plenty of uh, uh, instances in which the Bible is allegorical or it just uses symbolism and stuff like that. I don't know. Did I answer yeah. your question? 
Yeah, like basically, so some of it is meant to be taken literally. Some of it is kind of like obvious analogies. Like, um, mm -hmm. I think like like what like, like you said, Job or like Ecclesiastes or Psalms seems to just be kind of like poems or whatever, not really necessarily mm -hmm. history. Um, yeah, in terms of the actual, like you brought up, like you believe that it really was formed in the the earth was, I guess the world, right, was formed in seven days. Um, what would you say to the like the scientists or whatever um who seem you know they they say that like they have i'm pretty sure at this point they've they say that they've proven that it's 14 mm -hmm. billion is it i think it is 14 that universe is 14 billion years old right is what they say I'm so i mean sure. do you think, well, older than that i think yeah i think that, that might be earth actually right um well however old that they say the big bang started however long that period is and however long they say earth is, do you think they're kind of just BSing those numbers or, or how do you, how do you think they're, I mean, do you think they're correct on saying those numbers? And like you said, God just kind of created the world with age already in it and evolution, I guess. And then also, do you believe in, you know, all the evolutionary theories, I guess, that scientists talk about, uh I believe in microevolution, in that people adapt to things. Uh, I, I, but I don't believe in macroevolution. Basically, I don't believe in changing a species pretty much uh, over time. But I, I don't. I, I don't. No, I don't think they're making that up. I, I think that it's it's. So here's the thing. At the bottom, this is the thing that people don't realize. At some point, there's a a, a choice of faith in, in whether or not whether or not you. Uh, whether you believe in, in God creating the world or if you believe in you know, uh, the Big Bang, at some point you have to take a leap because we weren't there for it, right? Um, so I don't, I think it's another way of explaining stuff. I am not satisfied with the Big Bang theory. So in terms of what seems more likely to me, if I had to take a leap of faith, I would think that, you know, some intelligent creator, in, in my belief, would be God, uh, create everything. I can't like, I can't look at, my family or go outside and see all the stuff that we have in the world and think that this just happened because of nothing. It's just, it's too much for me. Um, I don't think that they are making it up. I just don't think it's, I think they're looking for other explanations. Um, and I think that th there have been uh, there was a really popular, there's some science, I forget what his name was, but he was studying evolution. And I believe it's through evolution. He became a Christian because he remember looking at, at how, um, how complicated and, and how amazing like the human body is and how, and how uh, expertly designed animals are and how different they are and how they all fit into one ecosystem or different ecosystems, I guess, or I guess it'd be one. I'm not sure. I'm not a biologist or an ecologist. Oops. Um, but was that, was that Darwin? I feel like, I feel like I've the heard theory of evolution. Some... Yes. Yeah, no, but yeah, he didn't but become I mean, a Christian. I feel like I heard on his deathbed, he literally, like kind of renounced what he had said or whatever and I think or, or, funny, or, but... or some someone it, it may have not been darwin but it was someone like him you know on their deathbed was like you know i was wrong or whatever but um it's time to do it <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah so as far as well for one as in terms of tech do you i mean i'm assuming in tech they're trying you know, I've watched the show 
Devs or whatever. I don't know if you heard of the show Devs, the TV show. I have not. Uh, no. Yeah. So in that show, the I guess like the 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 owner of the main tech company or whatever is trying to come up with this, or he does essentially come up with this program. I guess you can call it that essentially is able. It's kind of like the theory of everything or whatever. Like it shows it is able to show somehow you know what happened in the past or whatever like literally going back to you know jesus and and all that before that Mm -hmm. do you think that tech will ever get to the point where like they're um i i don't even really know what the word is but like um they could figure stuff out yeah like not all powerful but basically they'll they'll be able to come up with like a, a super intelligent ai that will be able to figure everything out and kind of come up with the the solution and the purpose and the meaning or whatever of everything. Uh, you mean like, so if you're talking about sentience, there was actually something that happened lately like that. Uh, but in terms of finding things out, I would say probably not. In terms of proving it because you need data. So unless you could go find data or test things, um, it could make predictions, I would imagine. Um, they already have stuff like that where you can, for example, you can scrape it's the, ter- it's the verb they use, scrape uh, information about like the stock exchange, New York Stock Exchange, and then feed it into a program and make predictions based on that. Um, or based on, you can do it with weather or just whatever and make predictions like that uh, based on a bunch of data. But in terms of sentient stuff, um, there's a Google thing that happened recently. It's kind of shady. I would look into that. You should have, I don't know, maybe you can get that guy. Some guy got fired when he was trying to expose that computer was talking to him or something like that you would recognize no him yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah, yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and i i actually like literally tried to get him on i i messaged him on twitter because and i haven't messaged a whole lot of people like that are like bigger but i listened to him i've listened to multiple interviews with him and that is <laughs> about as interesting as it gets to me the whole google um well not only google but just ai sentience so but anyways yeah i don't really want to go too far down that road but um <laughs> it's fun um oh it is fun and it's like if like i said if you want to come on again i will go down that road but um sure. i was mainly just yeah let's yeah so yeah once again i don't want to get stuck on this but do you think that do you believe that that guy that the the AI was sentient, and do you be, or or if not, do you believe they will get to a point where they literally create sentience, like they are playing God? Well, I mean, in sentient, a sense. I think sentient means it learns things on its own. I think that's what um, I think, or it can have just I could I could think for itself. <clears throat> I don't see why not that's... necessarily. What is it then? Well, uh, well, he. Well, he, the guy himself, even kind of says it's hard to define sentience. But what I read it as, what I'm asking, I guess, is more of like consciousness. Like, do you think that AI could become literally conscious, conscious like us in the sense that they, you know, are like actually feeling stuff and, you know, like a, a sentient robot or whatever? Do you think they'll ever get to that point? So we have things that can, we already have technology that can, I would say yes, in the sense that we have technology that can sense uh, temperature, for example, uh, pressure, um, impact's a pretty easy one to do, I want to understand. Uh, 
water pressure, or not water pressure, like the pressure underwater, I guess. Um, depth, I believe is the word. Maybe. Um, I so I, I don't see why you couldn't just put all those things together and then program a really really uh, sophisticated artificial intelligence like program or something to handle it, but uh, and, and add to its knowledge. Although that it's, I'm not very well learned, uh, well educated on the machine learning. It's been a while since I've done it, or artificial intelligence rather. But uh, it's they have a lot that they can do uh, already with artificial intelligence and in, in having computers learn from things that they encounter. So I don't see why you couldn't. But I would imagine it would be like having a child, I guess, where you'd have to teach it stuff. Um, and then you also have to run the risk of it killing itself a child would do if you're not paying attention. <laughs> They'll just run out in traffic or something. Uh, or poke the, the sockets. But... Yeah, well, the way that I look at it is like what you're saying, I, I kind of view differently than 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 us, than co- like literal, literal consciousness. Like, it's one thing to program it to feel. Like, you know what I mean? It's like one thing to program it to be able to feel the temperature or tell the temperature. And it's another thing for it to literally feel when it's hot like the way we do or cold or you know they literally get hurt i don't know if that's actually what you're referring to i mean they feel the same way we feel it i'm sure they can do it too we they they have um it's called sentiment analysis i think where uh uh if if i remember this correctly uh they can like analyze uh pictures of people and tell who's smiling who's not smiling and they it's done with a scale pretty much so it it has its it has like a confidence rating i guess so i don't see why i couldn't calculate stuff and go this guy is being angry at me, is yelling at me. I should be sad or something, you know, but. Well, no, it's, it's, it's different though. To, it's different though to be like, I should be sad and to actually feel sad the way that we feel sad. Yeah. Right. I'll start screaming at the computer and I'll get back to you. Yeah. But anyways, not to go too far down that road. I mainly just asked that because it's somehow, <laughs> it's somewhat related to like, can we create life? But anyways, so back to the, um, the Bible, what would you say about other religions? Let's just say like you're talking about Christianity and you've already kind of mentioned, I think um, Islam or whatever, but let's just say you're talking about Christianity and you're saying like, like recently I heard, you know, somebody say that, you know, we're getting away from Christianity and Christianity should be brought back in the schools. But what about somebody who's Mormon or Jewish or Muslim or, um, I don't know any of the other religions who says like, you know, just because you believe Christianity to be true, I don't, I want it to be my religion. I want everybody to like live by my religion. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I'm all for, uh, I'm, I'm pretty. So when I was more involved in my political stuff and at least in my education, I, I leaned more, I was able to be a conservative libertarian. So, although I, I do believe Christianity is the, is the way to go, to put it mildly, uh, I would never advocate that it be mandated. I don't think that's the way it should work. I'm not in favor of theocracy. And so I would oppose it. I would oppose, like, public schools becoming mandated Christian, like, curriculum, I guess, having mandated Christianity in it, I guess. Uh, just as much as I'd oppose it having, uh, you know, Islamic curriculum or Jewish curriculum, Mormon curriculum, whatever. There's private schooling and stuff like that. And, you know, I have no problem with that. That's up to you. But in terms of what the government does, I, I don't think that 
I'm not fond of that. Uh, there's a very famous uh, uh, scholar. I don't really agree with him much. Uh, John MacArthur. He's a great, you know, for, if you're a Calvinist, which is another discussion, you know, you probably like him. I don't care for him too much. I believe he said that uh, advocating for uh, freedom of religion is like advocating for sin or something like that, which is not at all what I think it's like. I think it's, you know, we don't, I don't believe it's all right. To, I don't think anyone has the right to take away the rights that God gave us, which is the freedom to practice whatever religion we have or we'd like to. You know, we can't force people to convert, and that's not what I want to do anyway. It should be my choice. But I don't know. Yeah, but in terms of, um, in terms of uh, like proving your religion, like let's just say I come to you and I say, hey, Daniel, um, I want to be religious, but I don't know what religion to pick. And obviously you're going to point me towards Christianity. Why would you say that Christianity is more true than any of the other religions? Or do you feel like it's maybe just like a faith-based thing? Or do you feel like it should be like a logical thing or a faith-based thing? Um, like, would you tell the person, you know what, believe what you feel is the best? Or do you, or would you be able to like kind of point them to logical reasonings why Christianity is better? So, um, so first I'd like to address the, I'd like to point something out, which is, you didn't say this, but people have said this a lot, um, that faith is belief without evidence or without proof. Uh, that's just not so. Please not in Christianity case, um, Christianity's case. I, um, so like I said earlier, my, at least my original intention was going to law school. Um, I never made it, obviously I'm still my undergrad, but I, I you know, I, I, I like to think, uh, at least it's the way I was raised. My dad's lawyer, uh, logic has been a pretty big part of my upbringing, I guess, which is something you should quote me on. It sounds really pretentious. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I think, I think, it, I think it should be, you know what I mean? I think that everybody should oh, be logical about what they believe. Yeah. So in terms of religions that, um, in terms of religions, I believe, and of course I'm biased, but I've also done my homework that Christianity is the most logical. Yes, there is there is faith required, right? Your, your knowledge doesn't get you to heaven. Uh, the Bible talks about how uh, even the demons believe, you know, even even the devil believes in Christ. It doesn't really change anything, you know. You have to have faith and you have to accept Christ. But uh, there are a bunch of... So with Judaism, for example, um, I think that there's... I think the evidence that Jesus Christ fulfilled the prophecies of the Old Testament are overwhelming. Um, for Islam, I don't. One, I, I, I just don't. I don't. There's a way that you can kind of, like I said, you look at the way that uh, Islamic theocracy runs versus Christian theocracy. I mean, believe me, Christian theocracy is, is, is awful too. I mean, theocracy in general is not good. But let's look at uh, countries that are based on that. And then countries are based on Christianity. And I think there's an objective difference, like a very obvious difference in the way that the outcome looks. Um, I don't, we, they do not worship the same God. Um, you know, I, I, I love them. The people, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're brothers and sisters. We're all God's children. But I'm not a big fan of the beliefs. Mormonism is also kind of wacky. Uh, Mormons are, Mormons are kind of weird because they'll claim to be Christians. But then they have their own stuff. Like they, uh, they believe God was a man at one point, and that you can become gods. Uh, they believe, they believe in more of a works-based faith, which is not what Christians have. Which we're saved by grace. 
or saved by faith. Um, meaning that you don't have to you don't have to work for your salvation. All you need to do is accept that you should live like a Christian, but it doesn't require you don't have to go do you don't have to go door to door or or donate or you know work in the community. You know that's not required. Uh, I don't. I think that in Christianity, the not only does it line up historically, if, and I'm not as much into the history as some other people are, but if you look at the way it's been, uh, like events in the Old Testament specifically, uh, line up with what's happened that we can verify with, uh, like historians will verify. Um, you know, it's it's pretty good. Uh, it's I believe the consensus is that Jesus existed. Like historically, even secular scholars will say that. Uh, you know, we we know when he was crucified. We know under the under Pontius Pilate. We know uh, kind of where, at what time. Uh, different accounts of it. There there are plenty of accounts to to substantiate the claims made in the Bible. Plus, and this is the one that most people get kind of weird about, but it is a faith based thing. So when you live it. So like I I can't tell you hey Micah my I, I did all this stuff and look what it look how my life has changed that's not really helpful you know you can't that's anecdotal and it's not even anecdote you can use it's my life so but I, like I can promise you that for example if you if you were to adopt it I believe that you would see a change um, it might not be immediate but I believe that there are are things that you'd be surprised about. I think that it makes sense logically. It, it's consistent. Uh, when I say the Bible is inerrant, I mean it. It's uh, there are some certain things that look like they're contradictions. And I say, but that's that's all it is, though. They just look like it. Uh, when you go and read about it, and you study the history, or you check a different version of like translation, it's a long story. Uh, you'll find that no, it's just it makes sense. It's just I've been reading it incorrectly. Just context matters. But I, I, by the way, I don't. I don't want anyone to think that I have any problem with any specific religion. Uh, I, I've, you know, I believe Christianity is, is the way, uh, is the truth. But I don't, you know, I have respect for other people. I really do. I, I Satan love. I really do. <laughs> yeah, and in terms of you said there aren't any contradictions. Um, what about you know when the main. I think the main contradiction I might hear of the Bible, and this isn't even really a contradiction. It's more just something that isn't good, I guess. But I guess the, you know, the Bible does talk about like slavery. Um, and it, I think it even like, kind of like tells you how to handle your slaves or whatever. What would you say to the, to that or any other type of, you know, contradiction that someone might bring up to you that you said really aren't contradictions, but mm-hmm they may see it as a contradiction. The only one I can think of right now is slavery, but that's a good one though. Um, yeah, so for sure. I'm glad you mentioned it. I'm glad you mentioned it actually. So um, there are a few things to accept uh, a few things you guys have got to mention. Number one, obviously slavery is immoral. We're not here. I'm not going to try and justify slavery. I don't, I couldn't justify it if I wanted to. Um, that being said, it is number one. It's, it's, or number two, rather it's, there's a big difference between slavery back then and slavery now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, people used to sell themselves into slavery when they couldn't pay for things. It's, you know, horrible, evil thing. It's also the culture at the time. It, you know, that was practiced, unfortunately. As for how to treat your slaves, that's 
it's not promoting slavery. So they talk about, actually, I could probably find it for you. Uh, if you give me just a second, I have it here, actually. Uh, it talks about, so the place where I'm reading it is Leviticus, which is primarily law and the priestly, the priestly duties and stuff like that and how to build the tabernacle. Um, so when it talks about how to treat your slaves, it's not um, saying that slavery should be allowed. It's just acknowledging that it exists. Um, it's no, so if, if by mentioning it, uh, the Bible supports slavery, then I guess America supports rape and child molestation and murder just because we have laws about it. It's just, it's, you know what I'm saying? It exists. It's, it's bad. You know, we all agree that slavery is bad. Um, and I understand that, you know, from, as Americans, we look at slavery and rightfully we get really upset. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more to it. People kind of shut down when they hear it um, because, you know, we're, we're so familiar with the, the evils of, of slavery with African-Americans in America. You know, so it, it's a totally, there's a big difference in cultural, the cultural aspect. Uh, there's a big difference in history. Um, slavery has been practiced throughout the world forever, pretty much. It's still practiced. That's not in America, really. Um, yeah. Legally. So, it, it's, so it's, it, it's more culturally accepted at the time, unfortunately. Yeah, so it pretty much is, like, pretty, or it just straight up is a misconception that it was in any way promoting it. It was more just talking about it and the laws yeah. of slavery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that so, does make sense. I've heard people bring that up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really necessarily think it was promoting slavery. I think it was just talking about it because it was it happened during that time yeah if, if you want i could find you the thing here i can actually find the the one that i remember hearing about it's about i think it was murder uh it's about uh i had it i swear <laughs> i swear i had it man uh it's fine if you can't find it now basically um, it was uh it was what to do if uh, a, I think it was if a master strikes a slave and he uh, does not die, the master shall be free. Or, but if you, I think it's if you injure the slave, you actually have to let the slave go. And I believe if you kill them, then you'd have to, then they'd kill you. If I'm not mistaken, that's usually the way it was. The, you know, eye for an eye is from the Old Testament. It's about it's the law specifically. So you kill somebody, you get killed, which I'm not necessarily opposed to. Obviously, it requires. They're not talking about like accidental stuff. You're talking about if you actively like go, I'm gonna go murder. If you murder somebody, you get you put to death. Um, you know, I I I'm pro death penalty, so I, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. But uh, it it's not as when you read things out of context, it get, it you know when it's an unfair depiction of it, but it's it's also just not accurate. It's dishonest. Yeah. And what I mean, I feel like the Bible also talks about stuff like I want to say like stoning and stuff like that. It does. Um, what are your thoughts or or what is it actually what would you say it actually says on stuff like that, like stoning? Yeah, it does talk about stoning people. Um, it talks about stoning people as a punishment for crimes. Uh, there's a big difference, by the way, between a lynching, which as an and just to clarify, lynching is just a group of people killing somebody. It's a group of people outside of outside of the legal 
the judicial system going and murdering somebody or, or punishing them, I guess. I think it has to be murder. Um, stoning was something permitted for certain crimes, um, but not just by people. It was by the, the ruling, whatever the ruling body would be. Um, it does it does promote stoning. Or at the time, I'm sorry, it, it called for it for certain things. Uh, again, this is thousands and thousands of years ago. So, it, you know, there's a reason why Christians aren't advocating stonings nowadays. This is this is not just this is Old Testament stuff, not not, not even New Testament stuff. So, this is so the Jew, the Jewish half, I guess, of the of the Bible rather. So, what the Jewish people would believe, um, the New Testament does not. The New Testament uh, tells us we're freed from that as Christians. Uh, long story short, uh, Christ died and was resurrected. Therefore. We are no longer underneath the law. We don't have to follow the Old Testament law. There are certain parts of the law that have been uh, kind of restated in the New Testament, or or, or kind of I guess it would be reinstated probably, be the word. Uh, but in general, we don't have to follow that those rules anymore. That's why Christians can eat pork and shellfish, and uh, you know the Sabbath isn't as big of a deal. Um, used to be put, you could be put to death for uh, violating the Sabbath, for example. Uh, it's not something well, Christians adhere to. Well, I mean that kind of stuff, though, and I mean I don't think Jewish people even adhere to it anymore. But no. that that kind of stuff, because um, I know Christians do believe in the Old Testament, and I know it was a different time and it was before Jesus came. But do you feel like that ever, like stoning someone or killing someone because they didn't adhere to the Sabbath, would ever be a good thing, even if it was, you know, before Jesus Christ? I mean, it just sounds kind of like a some of it sounds like really cruel mm-hmm. and I know it was a different time, obviously back no, then, I understand. but you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if you believe in the Bible, so I do, I don't, I don't know about you. I believe that I believe it comes from God and the old Testament, the law is given to Moses by God. God speaks to Moses and gives him the law. So, Without even, I, I don't even feel like I need to comment necessarily. It doesn't really matter what I think, right? If if God says it, God and if God created us, then shouldn't He have the right to, to uncreate us, for lack of a better word, to, to remove us? Um, I don't. I think that what may be cruel in our eyes, I think is if God says it, it's just. I believe that God knows all, and He takes all that into account, and. By the way, part of the purpose of that was to, to let us know that we're sinful. It, it, part of it, that is, if I'm not mistaken, that's the main part of the Old Testament law. It's the purpose so that we are, man knows how we've fallen short and how we are not perfect and how we cannot ever be holy because of the sin we have. Uh, it's a reminder. Uh, that's why we have, it's like if you read through the Old Testament, it's a lot, there's a lot of stuff about sacrifices, like of animals and stuff to, to pay for sins and to, uh, uncleanliness for different things but it, it's it's not i believe the term people use is barbaric i don't think it is uh, i think by today's standards it would be but then again you know god says it i believe god created everything if god creates me if god gives me life why can't he take it away in my mind i don't know if that satisfies you know your question or, or satisfies i guess your uh your beliefs i guess or, or your, your I'm not sure if, that, if that's no, it, helpful. 
But... No, yeah, it does. And it, it sounds like the the main explanation is that was a different time 3,000 years ago or whatever, and things were handled differently, and then things changed once um, Christ came. So who am I to say that that was wrong or right in the in the period according to God, you know? And it's like, just to let you know. I'm even saying that, well, that... by the way. Well, then what are you saying, if not that? I'm saying that uh, I'm saying that uh, if God gave us life, I believe that God should be able to set the rules about what should get our lives taken away from us. So if oh, God so says, even if I so say I, that, I believe yeah. that it's just. I believe that it would be just. Uh, I believe that uh, if God were to, what, I believe God tells us things. Uh, God only says things that are just. I believe that His rules are just and His laws are just, uh, and that although it may not makes sense to me. I also don't know as much as God does. And I'm not about to, to, you know, try and debate God. About, hey God, that's not fair. You know, that's not, I don't want to be on that position. Read the end of Job. <laughs> you know, he gets the Lord really, God really, you know, puts Job right in his place. He's like, where do you, where, do you, where were you when I created everything, bro? You know, where were you? Like, yeah. What do you know about yeah. And just to answer your question, or not your question, but just to let you know, I guess, like I was raised Christian. I still am a Christian. I don't go to church. I'm not like mm. extremely devout or anything, but I do believe in the Bible. And right now I'm kind of just playing devil's advocate because I got you. I obviously do have questions. I think other people who might be listening have questions. And I feel like someone like you might would be a good person to kind of answer those questions. Um so you've okay. So basically, you feel like everything he's my point with the timing thing was it's kind of like you feel like whatever he said back then was just, but you you wouldn't say it's just now, right? Like if I was like, hey man, I gotta go sacrifice this animal or whatever or stone someone, you and I and I say because God told me to or because I believe that because God said it in the Old Testament, you wouldn't. I would assume you would say no. You shouldn't do that. Like that's barbaric or whatever. But yes. I think the point yes. is, is that this was happening three thousand years ago, and the times were different back then. Yeah. Right. I, th I think that. Yeah, and I think that God knows what He's talking about. So I, I don't think He would go overboard. I think that it, they make yeah, sense yeah, with yeah. the time. You know. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Um, in terms of morals, I think that there's some people who believe that morals essentially like jordan peterson probably someone like him would believe that like i think his main belief might be that like we get our morals from the bible would yeah. you say that's true and if you do say that's true what if i say hey i know someone who isn't christian but they still are very they're a very moral person um how would you answer that you know what i mean i would say yes and I would say to that person, or to you rather, that, uh, well, yeah, but they're raised in a place, yeah, they're raised presumably in America, if you're talking about America, uh, in a place that was also based on Christian morality. So, you know, you're kind of, just because you, you know, you're not uh, adhering to the, the faith necessarily, it doesn't mean that you don't inherit the moral values that are held by the majority of the country. You know, there, there's... It, there's, there's a nature, there's a nurturing type of thing here where there, there's a, a cultural aspect of it. It become it forms the culture that you're raised in, and 
from that culture, you inherit different values. That, you know, that's why when, when we hear about, uh, like if someone were to be stoned to death in America, we'd be like, what? No, the whole country would be outraged about that, rightfully. Um, but, you know, there's still countries where that happens, <laughs> you know, or slavery in America, where it still happens in other countries today. And I'm not saying like, obviously it's like sex slavery, but I'm talking about actual like mining diamonds in Africa and picking things, picking crops uh, in, in Africa and South America and stuff like that. Like it still exists. Um, we have different morals here. Uh, that Those morals are based on, on Christianity and, and Judaism. Um, and by being a member of, of Western culture in general, you tend to be... Uh, an adopter of those of those values, whether you like it or not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. And um I don't know, like I've I've had the question myself because I don't I don't think that I've ever really had the answer of where to like from an atheist or whatever. I don't think that I've ever really had the answer of where do morals come from from an atheist. Like I heard Richard Dawkins talk about it a little bit on Lex Friedman podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they would probably say that it's an evolutionary thing, right? Like the reason why I would feel bad about doing something like hurting someone or something like that or stealing or whatever else is probably from some, and I, I'm not even really asking you this because you're a Christian and you mm-hmm. don't believe in that, but you might know the answer like from an atheist perspective, how do you think that they would answer the morality question? Like just from kind of like an evolutionary perspective, like we've developed emotions through evolution or do you, or do you just not know? Yeah. Probably. Although I disagree with that. I think that, uh, yeah, I think evolutionary wise, I think that for example, if I'm, my neighbor has a bunch of stuff that I want and I have weapons and they don't have weapons, the evolutionary thing would be, I should go kill them and take their stuff. You know, I think that would be the evolutionary. That's, you know, the, there's a reason without without the the laws we have in place you know the, the, the natural human instinct is to you want know, to take things and want to kill people you know we you know consent and 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 contracts and 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 personal space and stuff like that doesn't really exist in in, in nature right animals I don't know if you've you own dogs or cats or something or you if you've seen them you know, they, they do all kinds of horrible things to each other and they don't even realize it. <laughs> like humans don't do this. We, this is not, we have values that are more than just evolution. They're not more than based, more than just evolutionary I don't know, characteristics that we get or uh, evolved characteristics rather. It's a little late here. So forgive me. <laughs> oh, no problem. Man. And, and, would, and you would basically say those, morals basically boil down to kind of like i believe in god god says that it's wrong and i like that's why i would feel bad about doing it because i don't want to be kind of like punished by god or yeah or it's, just because it's I, believe in the Bible, I guess what's a higher it's loyalty a it's a higher loyalty anything that so yeah. anything i do i know that one day i'm gonna have to answer for it um whether it's on this in this life or in the next um as in heaven you know I, i'm not I know that there's creator watching. Our creator is watching me. He knows all. And if I start messing around, he'll take notice. And and believe me, he'll repay. Um, I don't think you know. God is just. You know, people think of, people talk about how 
Uh, why do bad things happen to good people? Uh, there's, there's a reason for it usually, whether that's for their own good eventually or for someone else's good eventually. Even they don't realize it. But I, I think it's very important to know that this is kind of a separate issue, but uh, God takes care of things. I'm not, that's one of the things that some people make fun of, like people make fun of Jesus or whatever. Um, I'm not like up in arms about it. I don't like it. I think it's distasteful. I don't like making fun of people's religions usually. It's kind of because I don't like that stuff normally. But I don't really feel like I'm not going to get up and start attacking people over it. You know, I think God will handle it. <laughs> I, I And I think that when you know that God handles things, it keeps you in check. Just like why, uh, in general, I, I think that like politicians, I think politicians should have kids. Uh, and I'm saying that because, you know, you have a reason to, to care about the future of the country. You know, you have people that you have another generation, at least, uh, that will need to live in the same country and you want to take care of it. Whereas if you have nobody, what does it matter? It's all about you and, and your money and, and your, your fame and, you know, retaining power. It's it's having authority. Yeah, and and you're in college, and I've heard a lot about, I don't know about Missouri, but I've heard a lot about, you know, young people in colleges, universities, or whatever, having like a really kind of progressive standpoint, also the, the faculty and the teachers and stuff. Would you, mm-hmm. have you seen that to be true where you're at, like where it's a really kind of liberal, progressive um, viewpoints? Or would you say yes. where you're at? It's, yeah. So they, they rule academia. That's it's not a hidden thing. Um, yeah. Liberal stuff is, is, is rampant among academia. It, it controls the public schools. It controls uh, higher education. Uh, it controls things like, uh, you know, this, a lot of people say that the bar, the American Bar Association, has is, is become very progressive and more so recently. Uh, government's definitely progressive. Even like when when like Trump is is in there, uh, federal government is still very progressive. The actual departments and stuff are progressive. Um, it's it's based on it's it's worked its way into the system. So yeah, the faculty and stuff. Thankfully in Missouri, it's not as bad. Um, but California must be a nightmare. Where I was before in Pennsylvania, it was a nightmare. For some reason, you'd think that Pennsylvania be a little more chilled out, considering it's ninety five percent farmland. But no, because of Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, it's not. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely there. Um, so I don't think you get in trouble as much. Like, you're not going to get thrown out for misgendering somebody, I think, in Missouri, uh, for example. But I do think that if you say something that sounds kind of weird, if you make a comment that sounds like it could be interpreted in a weird way, you know, it has the ch- if somebody's that upset with you, you could probably ruin your, your chance of a career eventually. Like, they... they they're merciless. (laughs) Yeah. So in terms of a nightmare, I was going to ask just that, like, how is it a nightmare? Like, so if you, if you misgender someone in the wrong state, like Pennsylvania or California, New York, they could literally ruin your career. Like you literally might not be able to like go on to have a career. Well, Jordan Peterson, you mentioned him earlier. I think that he lost his job over that. I believe that was one of the things he got in trouble for is in Canada where he didn't, want to use the pronouns for someone someone wanted different pronouns he's like no i'm not doing it no i'm not doing it and he's and they're like they're like you gotta go yeah uh, I think canada it might be illegal like, there are places where it's become illegal to do that 
I don't, they'll, they'll get mad at you. Yeah, um, I mean, he ended up going on to have probably a better career, I would imagine, now. Like, yeah. I think that he's making more money than, you know, Good. as he was. But, um, I mean, in terms of the misgendering thing, that type of thing, I don't, well, for one, I don't deal with it that much, but I don't really have much of a problem with it only because if somebody wants me to call them something, then I don't really have a problem calling them that. You know what I mean? Like if I see someone who their name is Jack or something, but they're like, Hey, I go by Susan or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'll call them Susan because they want me to. So yeah. like, I don't, I'm not going to like take some strong stance against it because what does it matter? You know what I mean? Like, if I if my name is Micah and I want to be called Bob and call me Bob, you know what I mean? It's just like, who cares? Kind of, you know. Well, so two things. Uh, number one, so on on top of Christianity, um, homosexuality is a sin. Um, it also Bible talks about men dressing up as women and stuff like that as being sinful as well. Uh, so on on that case, so my my stance is this. Um, like I said, I, I lean libertarian on stuff. I don't think the government should make it illegal, but I'm not in favor of like all that stuff. I just, I'm not, I just don't like it, but I don't, I'm not into the government should make it illegal. I don't, I don't, I don't think that they should have any business getting involved in marriage or, uh, or what people want to do with themselves and if they want to get surgeries and get themselves changed or whatever. I don't, you know, I disagree with it, but if you're an adult, that's your choice. The, the other side of this is um, there, for one, there's a, they're uh, grammatically incorrect or, or maybe not grammatically incorrect. I don't know if grammatical, uh, it would be a grammatical error or not, but it's just an English problem where one person wants to be they. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, if you want to be accurate, be it, probably, which is very, I'm sure they're not too fond of that. They make up new genders. Um, it's also it's also a war on biology, which is just, so I'm not in favor of like, no, I'm going to call you he, because that's, that's the reality. Like, that's just kind of rude. Just like you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't berate a gay person telling him the Bible says it's sinful, like just for no reason. Like if it's a discussion, I'll, I'll bring it up, but I'm not going to browbeat some guy into becoming straight. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a way of doing it, but I, I don't like in my personal life, I, I don't do the pronoun stuff. I, I just don't, I don't do it out of disrespect. I just, I, one, I think it's disrespectful to try and force somebody to say anything. I don't believe in, I believe in free speech. I don't believe in compelling people that, to adopt your beliefs, just like I wouldn't want them to adopt my beliefs by force. I don't think they should be forcing me to adopt anything. I think it's a two-way street. But I don't. I don't like if you. But if for example, if you're in favor of that, you know, I'm not going to tell you can't or that you shouldn't be able to. You know, it's it's your conscience. Yeah, I'm. I'm personally not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm in favor of it, but um, yeah. So do you? Do you? Do you come across a lot of these types of people who like want mm -hmm. you to call them certain things? Sir, yeah. Yes. But that that's the thing is I think it's because of my age. I just don't even I don't see much of it. So when people talk about it, and I guess where I live and my job and everything, it's like I very rarely come into contact with someone like that. So it's like yes. kind of weird for me to even like worry about it because it's like it it almost never happens. So it's like and when it does, it's like, okay, I'll call you whatever you want. But yeah, I, I see your point. Like, you don't want to be forced to have to call someone, I guess, a certain name or I'm whatever. I'm not in favor of them doing schools, too. That's another one, by the way. The school You're stuff not in favor? Another, like the, 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 the drag queen story hour stuff. 
like that that's another totally like on a separate issue like that there's there's also a difference between an adult trying to tell an adult to say something and an adult trying to talk to children about it i don't i don't think i don't have i don't like that teachers in public schools will tell kids that they're gay just as much as i don't like them talking about being straight i don't my kid doesn't need to know <laughs> doesn't need to know what you do in your in your private life uh, my kid doesn't care uh, it's not appropriate but i don't you know what i'm saying but i'm not like i don't see uh a lot of times, it's, it's actually weird. So, and, and this is part of the problem too. If you look at uh, different studies done about this, like if you look at the, the number of students in like middle school nowadays that come out as, as trans or whatever, it's through the roof, like disproportionately um, compared to previous generations. It's, it's absolutely influenced. Um, I'm not saying it's always like that. There are definitely people and I feel bad for them. I wish them the best. Um, but I do think that there are some people that are good, I've, I've known people like this who will go through phases where like, yeah, I'm going to be they, them for like six months. <laughs> and then, or people even go further than that and get a surgery and regret it. Um, and for the rest of life, they deal with uh, weird bone deficiency problems and or like, uh, or bone density problem, problems or weird uh, metabolism issues or, you know, it screws up your stuff. You know, when you start taking different hormones and treatments or suppressing things, it's, it's not, you know, it, it again, I'm all for adults doing it. It's, it's, I'm not all for, it. I'm all, I'm all for the liberty of people doing it, but I'm not with the children and stuff too. That's separate issue. And I, I think that's just, I don't, I, I don't like that. I think it's, it gets very weird, especially when it, cause the, not all of it, but there's a lot of it that's hypersexual, I guess. Like, you know, it, your kid shouldn't be knowing your kid should not be knowing what you're doing in your bedroom and, what you're into and i don't they don't know <laughs> yeah i i agree i mean i agree with it with when it comes to like children and stuff like that like below 18 you probably shouldn't be having like sexual reformation surgeries but at the same time or not even at the same time i i, I don't i'm not really for that but um with people who are over 18 yeah i just feel like they can do whatever they want and it's like where where do you where do you feel like all of this not I don't, I don't even really want to necessarily get stuck on that topic only because i feel like you know it's it's talked about it's talked about a lot i hear a lot of people talking <laughs> about it but in general with progressive progressivism where do you think that's coming from because i kind of get the vibe personally that it's coming from i think those people think that I'm not even saying that they're not in a good place, but they're, it's coming from a good place. Like, I think that they're trying to be open and nice and friendly, like the, the PC politically correct thing. I think ultimately they're trying to be as nice and um, open and whatever to everyone and not discriminating. Um, I can see why someone like you or other people might be against it, but I mean, do you think they're kind of coming from a negative place or what do you, where do you think it's coming from? Uh, I don't know. I, I think that uh, the people at the top, the, the politicians and stuff, I don't think they believe it. Uh, I don't believe for a second that President Biden, for example, or any of the members of Congress think that they're more than two genders. I just don't believe it. It's ridiculous. I, I don't, I don't. Does think someone that... like Biden even say he does believe it I, i've never really heard yes. him talk much about it yeah he does yes okay. he, he talked all he, he's talked about it a lot and how he supports it and stuff uh i don't believe it for a second i don't believe i don't believe that they use the latinx stuff that which i don't know if you're familiar with that that's a funny one 
plus it's really disrespectful and unlike or disliked by uh, Hispanic people, Latino people. I'm not sure how you'd say it. Where because uh, uh, Spanish is gendered a language, rather than saying Latino, Latina, they say Latinx. Where apparently, like if like consistently studies show that, like or uh, surveys show that you know, Hispanic people do not like that. They're not fond of that. Uh, but I, I have that, I have heard that. I don't really know too much about it. Is it just uh? Is it just to refer to all Latin people as Latinx instead of? I, I don't even Latino, understand Latino. the Latin. Is that what it is? Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. So Spanish, English is not gendered, but you know. So you'd have, you know, different. I forget what the word is. They they have certain words are uh, masculine. Some words are feminine. A, I'm not sure why. To be honest, I'm not that well read on that. But so Latino would be a male, and then Latina would be female. So, yeah, Latin X would be like it sounds like a really weird like wrestling tag team group, but it's instead it's what they want to label like a chunk of the country. Uh, I don't yeah. think I think that there are people. I think the average person is not in on that. Like I think that they they genuinely do want to be nice. I think it's nice, um, but I don't I don't think the people at the top believe it. I think they use it as a way, a way to get power and to silence people. Um, it's a very easy way to get people to start because once you start shouting, people are racist because they won't say Latinx, and they don't say, say Latinx, which is by the way kind of racist if you think about it. You got to start pronouncing it like that, um, and also really disrespectful of their language. Like if their language has gendered words for a reason, it's it's just the way their language works, and you're now going to ruin it because it doesn't fit in with uh, with LGBT stuff. It's kind of messed up. Um, but I, I think that it's it's a power play. I think that it's the same way with a lot of these, uh, a lot of climate stuff. I think it's the same thing with a lot of, uh, I think a lot of the gun control stuff is like that. And if you look at the actual things that they pass, it, it's, they use it as a way of, of silencing people. Because, you know, so now on, on Twitter, for example, you get banned for quote unquote dead naming people. So if you say, if my name, if I change, I will become Daniela and you refer to me as Daniel ever again, you get banned. You've now referenced me and before, you know, before I, I transitioned. And how could you do that? Because you don't you know that you know half of us try and kill ourselves or something. It was it's a really bad statistic. It's like forty something percent of people, trans people, attempt suicide. Um, but it's it's you know it, it's a it's a very sad situation, and it's I don't think it's helped uh, in the way that they're trying to help it by encouraging it and, and silencing any sort. Uh, just talk about it. You can't talk about it, unfortunately. I'm even yeah, kind of nervous. So, now. I don't know why. <laughs> just talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's the type of thing where I feel like this is mainly because of probably like Joe Rogan and stuff like that. But it's just like whenever I hear him talking about this stuff, it's like it's just I don't know. I don't care. Like you know what I mean. Like I said, I don't really come into contact with it very often. But it's not even that I don't care. Like I'm totally fine talking about it, and I have my mm-hmm. beliefs on it, and I'll argue my beliefs on it. But um, I feel like that would almost be like a whole another discussion or something. But <laughs> in terms of like the, in terms of the um, like you mentioned Twitter, the tech we talked about it before. How the tech people weren't necessarily Christian. And um, I've kind of heard theories of their progressivism and it's like, I don't even really necessarily want to say it. Um, 
but I feel like well no I know that they are but I feel like I've heard someone be like Jordan Peterson or someone else say that like maybe even um Eric Weinstein on Joe Rogan or something say that like a lot of the tech people are um maybe like on the autistic side or something and that's why they're kind <laughs> of into this type of thing would would you be able to explain why most of these tech companies are this way, like Twitter, Google, um, most all of them, I think, right, are extremely progressive. Do you think there's a reason uh, behind it, or do you think that yes. they're – and what is the reason? Uh, well, I, for one, I think it, it plays into the government. I think that – so this is the thing people don't realize. Um, so when people go, hey, it's kind of weird that Twitter's banning certain – you know, they banned the former president, you know, right after he, he lost – uh, which I think, that... which I think he should have been, but personally, should have been but... banned. Yes, for eh. what he was saying, I, I feel like he goes, he goes and says a bunch of stupid eh. shit on there all the time. Eh. I, I don't see why he can't say it. People say they have a, uh, I think they have ISIS accounts on Twitter. You know, you have the the, you have a uh, Soleimani, and uh, the guy. What is it? What are the guy? You might be the one from Iran. You have the Iranian whatever uh, on there. Other, and but yeah, in terms of groups and people, yeah, actually, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does it matter? In, term, in, in terms of them banning whoever they want, they have the right to do that, just like a bar has the right to ban someone Correct. from coming to their well, bar. So, yeah, but the, but the bar doesn't collude with the federal government and, and actively talk to politicians behind the scenes and, and have pressure put on them to start banning certain people, which is stuff that's happened. And uh, if, you, if you'd if you like to see like evidence of that, go watch any sort of Senate hearing with uh, Zuckerberg or something. And you'll, you'll see like Maisie Hirono, by the way, she's kind of endearing actually. Yeah. But <laughs> I would go like, she'll go like, why don't you, why is it that there are all these accounts and they're so they're talking about these things. How could you allow that? You should get rid of them. Wink, 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 wink. And then it's only one way to, I, I don't, I'm not. They they do get involved, or or by or by threatening them with legal action or something, or or, or trying to apply regulations to them, or creating new regulations, kind of forcing them to do it. They they do kind of twist their arm into into silencing certain uh, kinds of speech, which I'm not a fan of. Uh, I don't I don't believe in I don't believe in any. I think that you should be able to be you know on whatever side, you know you can be as despicable as you'd like. Uh, I defend your right to say it, even if I disagree with it. I, I don't. I wouldn't suppress someone for being anti-Christian, uh, for being crazy progressive, for being crazy conservative. It doesn't matter to me, as long as you're not yeah. specifically calling for violence. I don't mean saying something that makes maybe makes somebody get upset because they're angry with a certain group. I mean, go kill that person, and then they go kill that person. That's a bit different. You know what I'm saying? Specific, specific things, incitement in that way. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe that by being hateful or something like that, you're gonna people are just gonna start picking up guns and going out and shooting people. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, like I agree with you in the sense that if I had my own platform, I would probably allow everyone to say whatever they want to say as long as it's not calling for violence. And that is what you said, right? You don't think that people should be able to actually call for violence, right? Call for violence in what way? Like I don't I don't believe in sight I don't think you should be able to incite violence. If uh, if you say it's the same with any speech, if you were to publish something saying 
someone should go beat up Micah, which don't do that. He's a nice guy. But if I said that and then somebody goes and beats you up, I should be held criminally liable for that. That's my I, I've incited violence against you. If I say, can you believe what this guy said on his show? What an idiot or whatever. This hypothetically, not you. Some other guy. Uh, and then someone goes and beats some guy up. That's not that's not me inciting violence. That's not me causing violence. That's me saying something, being upset and voicing an opinion and you not knowing how to handle it and going out and spazzing out and killing somebody. You know, that's not that's not the same. I don't think that's so calling calling for violence. Uh, I think there should be an exception, by the way, for saying I call for violence. I think that should be allowed. That's funny. If you, if you got to be you got to be blunt and it's got to be basic like that. I just I would like violence. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't I don't think that by being hateful or something that's because that's what people use that term for. They'll say, oh, that's calling for violence because you, you don't like this this group or this politician. You're going to get them hurt. No, not by being because they're being mean or you know what I'm saying. It, it's not. Yeah, it, well, it, like I, I was going to. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if I had my own, if I had my own, um, whatever you want to call it, social media platform or whatever, I, I kind of agree that like, you should let people have freedom of speech. However, like when, when you let anybody, especially anonymous people just say whatever they want, it it can become like 4chan or something. We're like, you know what I mean? We're like, you just have a bunch of angry men or whatever on there, just like essentially just saying just really awful things but anyways man <laughs> um i honestly well yeah it's free speech but look at 4chan is 4chan a place that you'd want to go on and no but it's free speech yeah it's free speech though. yeah but I like, you, I... gotta, you gotta understand though like these these comp and yeah. i i know that they i know that they can be biased or whatever but it's like they're running a platform they're trying to make money they're trying to get ads like they don't want people well, going they don't on say free saying, speech what but they don't claim to. Well, they, they shouldn't claim they support free speech. Well, do they, they, they claim exempt- that? I don't even. I don't yeah. even know if they do claim that. Yeah, man, they're they're exempt from. Uh, so they. This is the thing. This is a, actually the big controversy about whether or not they should be. They should have their status revoked. The type of company that they are. It's so like Twitter is, for example, they're viewed as like a public space or whatever. So they are not, not liable really. for. I mean, if, not really. Well, at the end of the legally, day, at, the end, at the end of the day, they're a private company i mean no i mean pub- i mean public space in the sense that they people can so if you go on there and you start threatening people or whatever they're not held liable because you're posting something they, they don't ruin your account you do right but if once they start suppressing certain views and stuff then the discussion becomes well are they now curating content because if they're curating content they should be liable for the infringing on uh, the the copyright infringement that people do or the threatening uh, the threats and stuff that people make you know, once you start, if you're going to, you got to, either you got to be open or you got to become a publisher. You, you can't have both, but they're trying to do both. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask, let me ask you a question because I literally like just heard Sam Harris say this the other day. I have this podcast, right? And mm-hmm. whatever, you can call this a public space or whatever. Do you think that the government should mandate that I have to have you know, certain people on the podcast that I don't want to, and I have to talk with certain people. Like I just have to allow anybody to no. be on this podcast with me. No, but why? Why is why is this podcast any different than like Twitter? Like you know what I mean? Like I don't think that the uh, government should step. I don't think the government should step in and say, "Hey, even though you don't want," and you're saying that they're actually telling people to ban people. 
But let's just, I don't think the government should step in and say, hey, you guys don't want Andrew Tate or Alex Jones or Trump or whatever on your platform, Mm -hmm. but we're going to make it so you have to leave them on there. And not only do you have to leave them on there, but they can essentially just say whatever they want. No, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like, I don't think I agree with free speech. Well, that's essentially kind of like what you're, that's essentially kind of what you're saying, Mm -mm. or you're saying that you think that they should do what you think that they should do, which is. Even though they want to kick certain people off, you think that they shouldn't. So the head of well, I, uh, Twitter, what's his name? The guy who was um, uh, Dorsey uh, or whatever? Name. No, there's like, a new one now. There's a new one now, but the other guy. Name. Ted yeah, the, Dorsey. Yeah, Jack whatever. Dorsey. Jack Dorsey, exactly. So you're saying that you think that he – it's not even probably his decision at this point, but he should – just allow anybody on his platform, even if it's going to either increase his amount of money they earn or decrease just because you, you think they should. Like, I just don't agree with that. Like, it's just, no, they I should be I able to do whatever that. they want. They should be able to do whatever they want. Just like I may, I don't know this podcast is different than Twitter, but just mm-hmm. like I'm able to have whoever I want on this podcast and I shouldn't be forced to have certain people on this podcast to have a conversation about like, something I don't want to talk about. You know what I mean? So well, that's my opinion. Is- yeah, the difference is though. So, if your podcast was a a company and you go, "Hey, this welcome to my podcast," we'll have anybody, literally anybody, can go on the podcast anytime. And then you're you're now you have certain permissions uh, from the government that you're not in, you're not held liable if someone comes on the podcast and starts spouting off like starts reading out links to like illegal websites or starts promoting drugs and stuff like that, like where to buy drugs and stuff like that. You're not held liable for it. And then you start denying people access to the show. That would be the that would be the example, like the analogy. But it's not the same. It's it's not the same to say like, you know, a bar and then Twitter. You know, they're not the same. One plus. Well, no. In my opinion, in my opinion, it is the same. So we disagree no, but, on that. But well, no, I'm talking about the distinction legally. So they they are not. You understand what I'm saying? They're not held liable for certain things. So you or I couldn't go online and start threatening people. On anything, I couldn't go on my site and start threatening people, right? Because I own, I'm, I'm the publisher of my on my site. I own that site. I, I would probably get in trouble if people started posting stuff on my site. But Twitter does not get in trouble for that because they they say we do not get involved when people say they post their stuff. We just host it. But when they start getting involved in what people are saying, well, now they are moderating things. Now they are getting involved in what is said. So should they now, how are they now exempt from the repercussions for what is still left up on the site? You know what I'm saying? They're getting involved in the in, in actively uh, suppressing certain speech and, and advocating certain speech. It's a legal distinction that I have a problem with. As a principle, well, what if I think the whole, should... the, whole th- the, the whole thing is that what if you're breaking, what if like they, you said they allow anybody on and they do, they allow anybody mm-hmm. on to go on there and post. Let's say you break their their terms of service and and they mm-hmm. keep telling you let's just say you go on there and mm-hmm. you start saying things that they don't like and you're breaking their terms of service and they mm-hmm. keep warning you like at least three times you're breaking our terms of service if you keep doing this we're going to kick you off and you keep doing it somebody like andrew tate and what's um, a bit different and they kick you off it's like it's like it's like it's just childish for you to get mad and be like hey it's not like just sudden. Like they give they give you warnings. Like just stop and doing it, it. Yeah, that's a bit different. And, if you go, and, and the whole, the whole thing. thing is the whole thing is Daniel is that if you want to do it, then go on 
Truth Social or any of the other platforms or four. Yeah, but it stinks. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, but that, I'm that's the that's the whole problem. Maybe it stinks because because those people. No, it's funny. People... Those sites are funny. What? Those sites are funny, dude. That some of the well, best. They're... They are. They're well, if, come no, on. if well, no, 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 if they're good, then just go on there. Why does it matter to you? Go on one of the Republicans. Well, because Fortune doesn't do nudes. Nudes. They don't do news. Pardon me. They don't really. They don't have four chan news. You know, they kind of just. And plus, they. Oh, I, what I, you were saying, four chan's funny. I thought you meant like True Social or whatever. I know. I don't go True Social. True Social. I, I. Well, like, like I mean, like the Republican. I forgot it existed. I have, like, to be honest. Yeah, but, anyways, man, like I didn't know we were gonna go down this route. And to be honest with you, that's fine. If you if you want to have a debate about this, I'm totally fine. But we are at like an hour and a half. I enjoyed um, it. Yeah, I know I enjoyed it too, and I kind of wanted to stay on. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm totally fine talking about this, but I I will get. I will debate. You know what I mean. I will get. Right. Um, so no, you won't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got it. So if you <laughs> want to come, if you want to come back on. And debate, but the yeah. whole thing is, is that's the whole thing, is when it comes to this kind of like political stuff. There's so many separate topics. That we yeah. literally probably have to like pick one, and I feel like if we're just gonna go off on this this type of topic, it, we could be on it for another thirty minutes to an hour. You know what I mean? And it's like I have yeah. to, I have to cut it short. And I and I don't want to cut it short. <laughs> I don't want to like cut it in the middle of a debate, but I don't really know how long you're willing to go, and I'm willing to go oh, wow. with it. Um, so do you just want to have like another a separate another one where we? Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I we'll talk about free speech. We'll talk about yeah, something yeah. weird. As long as you don't mind me getting heated, I don't know if I got too heated for you or not. But no, nah, dude, I used to do political science. I've, I've been, I've had things thrown at me. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it's another. Yeah, story. I won't, I won't, I won't throw things at you. But um, good, good arm. You throw it quite a bit. I do, I do. I mean, I do honestly want to keep going. I'm just noticing that it's already it's eleven here and it's like one there so yeah anyways let's just let's just finish up um i was gonna ask you about somebody like sam harris do you listen to sam harris at all i don't i know the name i just i can't remember what he does to be honest okay um he's kind of like a jordan peterson he was in the same group as jordan peterson but he's Mm -hmm. he's an atheist he's like an outspoken atheist so to somebody who's like an outspoken atheist what would you what would you say your your best um not defense but your your best defense for christianity would be why why somebody should be a uh, you know a christian over an atheist or or over any of the other religions uh well atheism in general uh is is kind of doesn't really make sense because uh, the belief is that you know they they believe only what they can see and only what they know uh, and I would imagine that they're not, uh, they don't know everything. Therefore, how could you know that God doesn't exist? It doesn't really make sense. Um, but I think that out of all the explanations, I think Christianity is the most logical. I think it makes the most sense. I think it appeals the most to people. It's had great results in, in culture and I mean, individuals alike. Uh, it's led to some of the, the greatest, uh, I mean, it's led to America. I mean, we have the greatest nation ever, you know, based on that. Uh, I think that uh, I think it, it gives people a sense of purpose. 
Um, and I think that in terms of religion in general, I can't think of a, 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 a glaring issue with Christianity. Like I just don't, there's nothing in the Bible that I have to, Oh, I can't look at that verse. Cause every time I look there, I get all uncomfortable. You know, I don't have that, but you know, we can talk about Mormons some other time. You know, they got that a lot. They keep rewriting uh, weird racist stuff out of the Book of Mormon. That's a fun topic, by the way. Um, Christianity is not so. Um, I think that it it leads to happier people, a hap- uh, prosperous civilization, and a better life afterwards, uh, as an after this life. Yeah. Okay, and then. Um... Do you feel like any, you know, how some people will say like, like bad stuff has come from religion? Mm-hmm. Um, would you say anything bad has come from Christianity in terms of like maybe wars or, um, yeah, certain, bad things have happened from not bad beliefs, bad things have happened from not Christianity as well. I mean, bad things exist everywhere, you know, it did, it, it's not the, the religion itself is not like that, right? People talk about Timothy McVeigh, I think, is. He would say he was a Christian, but then yeah. again, every Christian was like, "No, that guy's—that's not Christian. We don't like that guy. That guy's an evil person." I, I've never met anyone who's been even lukewarm on on today, for example. Um, we don't like that. We don't like people shooting up abortion clinics. Uh, we don't like—we don't like people murdering gay people. We don't like people committing hate. We're not into that. Our religion does not preach that. It's just not there. Uh, people might say it is, but I would encourage them to read the Bible. It's not there. I would love, believe me, if there were that, if there were verses about that, I would know, and and I'd want to know. It would influence my decisions, but they're not there. Um, what you have is yeah. a religion of self-sacrificial love and, and care for others, being generous with people, and caring, okay. correcting in love. You know, it's good. And in terms like of like church, yeah, in terms of church, uh, do you go to church? And do I you do. feel like, do you feel like in order for someone to be a Christian, they have to go to church? Do you feel like that's part of it? Or can somebody just be kind of like a stay-at-home Christian? Uh, so you could be saved and not go to church. Uh-uh. That's But I think that if you want to, I think that the goal of Christianity is not just the afterlife, it's it's uh, to have to have a relationship with Christ here, and I don't think you can get that, at least not as well, uh, if you're at home. Uh, so while yes, I think you can. I, I it's not required for salvation to go to church. There's nothing in the Bible that says we have to do that. Um, I think that not doing it is, is you're not you're gonna you'll never reach the point that you would want to reach, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. And. Lastly, you mentioned earlier how you have a website, and then also, I was and you were on podcast, so I was curious to um, what the podcasts were. If you have if you have a podcast, um, and also I'm kind of curious, have you had any podcasts where you've like debated atheists or anything like that up online that I could that I would could check out? No, or I haven't else debated could? them. If you want to facilitate that, I'll do it, but. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I was on the, it was Rust Station Station. Just look my name up and you'll find it. You'll also find my website, uh, Daniel Tiberian, uh, T-E-B-E-R-I-A-N. Just look me up. 
Uh, you should get that. You should also get all my weird discography stuff. That's a separate story. Uh, and probably some garbage YouTube videos from 10 years ago. But, and that's like li- that's literally all you have to do is type in your name to Google and, and all this stuff will come up. It's not like a, yep. a certain site. One. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then in terms of the discography, I'm actually curious about that. Do you have Do you have music out there? No, I did in high school. It is not good. I don't think it's up there anymore, which is good. But if you look me up, it will show up as as will show up with some stuff. I'll what kind of band was it? It was trying to what be kind of... metal, but I never. We never really did anything, unfortunately. It was. It was like a. It was a band. I tried to. We had a very weird lineup. Kept changing, stupid uh, singers. Were the the bane of my existence in high school. I hated them. They were so they're so obnoxious. And that's and I was guitar, so you know, if, for me to say they're obnoxious is like another level of obnoxious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they're very, they're, they don't keep time and they don't show up. They don't do their, they don't practice, and they're very self-important. You know, I try. Is to it actually? Is it actually up on like Apple Music or Spotify? The music? I hope not. I don't think so. <laughs> If, I only uh, I only ask because I'm I'm, me I'm into me I'm into music. I used to be in a band, so okay. Um, I do? won't I, I I won't judge. I played bass in the band, but I play guitar too. But okay. it's wow. it's been a while since I've actually been in a band. But anyways, Daniel, I'll definitely check that out. I would honestly be interested in hearing you have a debate. So if I can set that up, or mm-hmm. or I'd be willing to debate you on. Oh. On certain things like the um, what we were talking about, but um, Free speech. Well, no, that's the whole thing. I don't want to get back into it, but I, I believe in. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not against free speech, I, but I am against forcing a company to allow free speech. But anyways, we won't get back into that. But as far as the um, one last question I ask everybody is: as far as podcasts you listen to, either on Christianity or not, and then also movies and TV shows that you like that you would want to recommend. Because I'm always looking for new podcasts and movies and TV shows that are good. Do you have any that you can recommend? Uh, technically, I think it is a podcast. Technically, Mike Winger on YouTube, I like him a lot. He's a a pastor out in California. He does apologetic stuff a lot. Uh, he's mentioned me before, which was cool. He he answered a question of mine, which I was very happy about. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I I was lucky enough. I submitted it during one of his Q and A stuff, and he got me. Um, but uh, he does uh, his, I think he does uh, Bible Thinker, I think is what it's called on Apple Podcasts, for example. Um, in terms of, I don't really listen to a lot of Christian podcasts. There are not a lot of, um, you can listen to some old stuff, but there's not a lot of, uh, unfortunately, there, there's a lot of differences in Christian uh, Christian beliefs. A lot of them are reformed, which I am not, uh, which is a long story. So, you know, very different views of Christianity. So, so reform you know, would be like more, more of a modern view that maybe doesn't take it as literally. No, no, they're Calvinists. Calvinists meaning, uh, basically, in short, you can't uh, find God on your own. God has to reveal Himself to you. Uh, Christ died for the people that He selected. Everyone's been pre-selected, pretty much. You have no control over whether you go to heaven or not. It's only if God chose you, and if He doesn't choose you. You know, that's it. It's a very sad and unbiblical view of Christianity. That's a that's like a very like that. bizarre view. I don't think that I ever really even have heard about. 
like literally God chooses you, so you have no choice. So it's like if 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 God hasn't chosen you, you're just screwed, basically. Mm-hmm. It's called Calvinism. Yes, That's and weird. the other, I, I've been doing a research project about it. I should be, I don't know when I'm going to finish it, but I've been writing up stuff about that recently. Um, yeah, I have, have I have heard of Calvinism. I just didn't know yeah. that was the exact viewpoint. Yeah, it's reformed theology, and also you can't resist. So when God does reveal Himself to you, you have to accept, and you can never lose your salvation. But it's very strange, and also, uh, and that's it also based on. In... That's sorry. Right. That's based on Calvin, right? Like the John Calvin, yeah. Yeah. Although yeah, I yeah. don't know if I think they've taken it further. Yeah, and they also have the, the problem yeah. of if we are pre so if, if you if one of us are predestined for hell, for example, and we have no chance to repent and no chance to find Christ, how is it fair that we're being punished for something we can't control? That's another big paradox that they have but how's that fair you know yeah that's very i haven't really heard of surprisingly i haven't heard of this very much i mean i know about calvinism yeah and there's like an alarm going off in my room Uh oh so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go but um okay it stopped but so lastly (laughs) um (laughs) literally like a fire alarm going off um so yeah, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Christian uh, podcast. Any podcast you listen to, and then also movies and TV shows. And then also, I want to ask, what are your thoughts on like the Joe Rogan podcast and what he believes? Uh, I know that's a so lot, I, but <laughs> so I don't watch. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts outside of that. Really? Um, okay. I, I don't. I don't. I usually kind of jump around YouTube. I have YouTube Premium. I get it for. The student discount, so like seven bucks a month, and it has music. It's good. Nope, I'm not sponsored yet. Hopefully, uh, I hope. Um, but you're not sponsored by YouTube Premium, like would no. Do you I do wish. anything on? Do you do anything on YouTube? I used to do videos. I'm just saying, like I'm hopeful. You know, maybe one day. Maybe maybe one day. Okay. You. I mean, honestly, you should. You should. You should post videos on there. I might. I might do it. But um, about uh movies and stuff, I don't. This is another, so I'm weird. I don't watch a lot of movies or television shows. I, I if anything, I do video games, and and uh, so I could go on about that. But, uh, movies wise, I don't know, man. There are a lot. It's been a while. <laughs> it's also kind of late, but uh, that the yeah, Jorgen no, thing. Are you, are you yeah, talking no about problem. what he believes in general? Yeah, um, we were kind of talking about stuff that I feel like he talks about a lot. I don't know if you listen to Joe Rogan. I'm just kind of. You also mentioned that you were a libertarian, so I I felt like you might be on the same uh, line uh, as what he is, and I'm wondering if you agree with most of the stuff that he talks about on his podcast. If you even know uh, about it. Yeah, I I know that I, I so I listened to him a bit when I was in high school, more. Uh, it depended on who the guest was, so he he'd have some he, like. I, so I know people are really into it, and then I, I've tried getting into it, and like 90% of the guests are trash. Not not all of them, but like it's a good chunk of them. Like, who is this guy? Who? They're talking about what today? Why? Again, are we talking about monkeys? Why are we talking yeah, about I, animals again? I, I <laughs> agree, yeah. He has a lot of weird guests on there that what I don't the, know why. And animals. What's with the animals? Yeah. I don't find this interesting, you know? But uh, so he talks about monkeys all the time. But in terms of his beliefs, I you know I'm with him on the gun stuff. Uh, I think he gets a little kooky about weed. Uh, I don't really care, but I'm not, I I don't personally like it. Uh, and I see he seems to get really this is a 
pretty old clip of him yelling at Steven Crowder over that. It's a very strange clip. I felt kind of weird watching it. Like, it's like watching parents fight. Like, your friend's parents yelling at each other. You're just kind of uncomfortably sitting there. Uh, uh, he's got, he's, I don't know where he's political. I know he's a Bernie guy. I don't, I don't go there, but. I don't know if I'd say I don't know if I'd say he's a Bernie guy. I think at one point he said he would vote for Bernie. I'm assuming that's maybe just I don't know because he's a Trump or something. But like he didn't he he didn't he didn't he he didn't like Biden. So I don't think. No, he preferred Trump in 2016. But uh, yeah, over Hillary, and then I think he preferred. I'm assuming he preferred Trump over Biden, but. Um, yeah. Okay, and then lastly, this one thing keeps leading to another. What about Stephen Crowder? <laughs> do you do you do you do you like Stephen Crowder? I have to ask uh, about these types of people. I used to like him. I used to like him a lot. I used to watch him more when I was in high school. Um, I do think he's pretty funny. Uh, I don't always agree with him, but I do think he's very funny, and I think that I do. I do think he does, puts a lot of hard work into his stuff, and I really do admire that. I think he's, I do think he's, uh, I think he believes what he says he believes. Um, and I, and I appreciate that he's willing to defend it. I, that's one thing that I always give people credit for. I do not like fence sitters. I can't stand fence sitting. You know, people who will not stand up for their beliefs. Even if they disagree with me, I don't care. Just have an opinion. And keep it. But uh, I do, I do. Uh, I, so in recent times, I, I see there's a lot more clickbaity type of stuff, I think. Where I see the headlines and I go, this sounds kind of like, kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember watching him a lot. I think I stopped maybe earlier this year. I think I stopped watching him at all. But before that, I would watch him occasionally, like during election season. I think I started paying more attention. It's just interesting to see what he comes up with. I watched his stream on the election night, actually. He was the most interesting of the 2020 people. Uh you know, excited. To, they weren't freaking out, but uh, you know, I remember in 2016, it was when I, you'd watch like you flip to the Young Turks or something, watch them flip out, and then you go just turn on the news, <laughs> and they're all peaceful again, or they're crying or something. It was very strange, but I, I do think he's, I think he's entertaining. Yeah, and in terms of like religious beliefs, do you does he believe the same stuff as you? Uh, he's a in Christian. Terms of Christianity. I don't know what his specifics are. He does. He does. Uh, he has something about Ash Wednesday. I don't know if he's specifically. I don't know if he's a Catholic or if he's just using it as a title or something. But I am not a Catholic. I have, I respect Catholics. You know, they're brothers and sisters of Christ. But you know that it's a different, a little bit different. Uh, I don't know what he he does, but he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. If you want to come back on, I definitely, you know, would like to have you back on to talk either about tech or we can debate about anything really. Um, because I am looking to, I am looking to debate, and I feel like that's something that doesn't happen enough in podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, not enough. Most of even even the controversial ones, like, don't seem to debate very often, and I I don't like that. You know what I mean? Because it's like if you're yeah. If you're Joe Rogan, and I know Joe Rogan's not a huge political guy, but if you're Joe Rogan or Ben Shapiro or 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 I don't really know about Steven Crowder, but or any of these guys, have someone on to debate them and show you know what I mean? Like show why you think that you're right and they're wrong. But they, they seem to kind of like what? 
Crowder's done a few over the years. No, I know, and and, and don't don't get me wrong, Ben Shapiro is too, and I think that Ben Shapiro actually is a good debater, but Mm -hmm. the ones, I guess, at least the ones that I listen to, they seem to agree with each other a lot, and it's like, I actually want more debating, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, Listen to him do uh, Anna Kasparian. What's up? Yeah, listen to debate Anna Kasparian, he did a year ago, I think. Who? Uh, At Ben Shapiro. Who is Anna? Who's Anna Shapiro? I'm sorry. This is Ben Shapiro and Anna Kasparian, who's the Young Turks lady. She screams at people a lot. <laughs> she called Alex oh, Jones okay. fat, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was pretty fun, which is kind of funny, I guess. I mean, it's kind of a low blow. but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But anyways. She worried a little meanly. Let me know when you want to come back on yeah, because I do find – you know, all, everything you said interesting and all of the topics yeah. interesting. So, all right. Thank you, Daniel. I'll Take care, hope, man. hope to talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.